Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into uh, the latest episode of the Auburn Live Show, Recruiting Edition today. You know what that means? It's also known as the Triple Forget Pod! I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. And if you're not a member of that site, you should be. It's, it's practically free at this point. It's $1 for an entire year. I don't even know what the 100 divided by 12 is. Probably about $0.08 cents a month right now. $0.08 cents a month, dude. You can find more yeah. um, in your car ashtray. And people still put change in their car ashtrays. People don't even have car ashtrays anymore. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> Anyways, today I'm joined, as I always am, by Mr. Cole Pinks. Cole, how the hell are you, buddy? I'm doing great, Mr. Lee. I, I hope that I never have to uh, cover for you in hosting because I, I just don't know if I can bring, you know, that intro like you do. <laughs> Maybe one day. I need to work on it. It's- just yes. in case, I, I, I spent about 10 minutes in the mirror every day <laughs> practicing that. And well, it I shows I, I can't, I still can't figure out the virtual background, but I, I can at least introduce the shrivel freaking pod, man. <laughs> well, that's that's number one, I think. All right, what about that? No, that's not good. <laughs> Whatever, dude. I figured it out. Like, if I move back and forth, anyways, man, we'll, I, I'll keep messing with it as we go on. Well, listen, Jay Head, as we mentioned. Uh, Tuesday night on the call-in show. He is on a sabbatical this week, so he will not be joining us. It'll be me, Cole, and Zach there in the back, and uh, we will do everything we can to catch you up on Auburn recruiting. I know this week, uh, the dead period has been a little slow, probably the last 10 or so days, but things are starting to heat back up, and we learned on Wednesday from Mr. Keith Niebuhr that there are some new names at the edge position, which is an absolute huge position of need for Auburn. As we've talked about many times, Auburn is losing practically everybody at that position um, except for Dylan Brooks. I know Joko Willis has moved over since, but everybody pretty much at the position except for redshirt freshman Dylan Brooks will be gone. He might he might be a sophomore now. Or is he a redshirt freshman? No, I think he redshirted. Yeah, redshirt freshman Dylan Brooks. Yeah. So you've got a lot of opportunity here to add some really quality people to the class at that position. And we know that Auburn's number one target, five-star Quay Russo from up here, Carver, Montgomery. No doubt about that. We know yep. Auburn's still in it for him. We believe it's an Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, uh, more of a three-team race for him, although he won't ever admit that um, yeah, right. until maybe December. And he's, he's a guy that's not going to – that looks a lot – that looks much better for now, doesn't it? Just kill it. Yeah, that, I guess. Um, Quay Russo, absolutely. Reuben Bain is another guy we think Auburn is in the top three, four with <laughs> Alabama and Miami. Bain's been to Auburn several times. His brother played for Rock Bell Antonia FAU, or is it FAMU? Can't remember which one, but uh, there's a no, lot of them. Which one Florida, is it? Florida Atlantic, so FAU. Okay, cool. I was right the first time. Um, <laughs> but uh, so those are some names I know. Um, 
didn't Auburn just lose an edge? Oh, Keldrick Falk, of course, committed to yeah. Florida State. Um, we all thought he was headed to Auburn, <clears throat> only to find out that Auburn finished behind Clemson, although I don't know that Clemson had room for him then. But um, certainly somebody to keep an eye on. As Keith reported, Auburn will keep re- recruiting Falk, and Falk wants them to keep re- re- recruiting yeah. him. Absolutely. Uh, a couple of new names Keith brought to our attention were – Two two names that I had never heard before, Cole. I, I'm I'm not afraid to admit it. Joseph Mupoyi. Yep. I know that's not how you pronounce it, but it's M U P O Y I. Mupoyi. Mupoyi is how I've been saying it. Yeah. We'll go with that. Joseph Mupoyi is from Washington D.C. Originally from the Congo, uh, Auburn actually offered him about three or four months ago, but he never really posted it. But we we've talked to. Keith talked to him today. He had an article on him today at Auburn Live on three. Says he's been talking yep. with uh, Rock Bell and Tony a lot. He's he's going to visit next week. He's kind of like that Jeremiah Anglin kid, the DB out of Florida. He's going to visit. He just doesn't know if it's going to be for Big Cat. It might be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. He doesn't know yet. But he's definitely going right. to visit Auburn. Definitely a guy to keep an eye on. He's very high on Auburn. Keith thinks he is a, a commitment watch guy. Um, and then – I talked to Ashley Williams, who we all thought Auburn was out of. He was another edge that kind of committed on July the 10th to Nebraska before ever visiting Auburn, and everybody started freaking out, understandably so. But Auburn was one of the schools to first get in on Ashley Williams, four-star edge from Louisiana, and then he just kind of like dipped out, committed to Nebraska. Well, we find out 10 days later that's not the case, really. I think he was trying to shore up his position with Nebraska until he could find something Mm -hmm. else, and Mm – Auburn certainly has continued to recruit him. He's coming to Big Cat, four-star edge, Ashley Williams, coming to Big Cat. Cole, what do you think about Ashley? Well, just on the point you're making there, the way things are, and we've talked about a 100 times with the guys committing so much earlier, you'll see this happen where guys jump into class because they're trying to make sure they have a spot, right? Like like we're saying, if, if they're recruiting four or five edge guys and they think that a couple of them are trending that way, maybe they go, all right, well, let me get in because if I don't, you know, and it's happening earlier than usual. So he kept his options open when he did that, and and he knew that. And Auburn was somebody that was still talking to him. I think Rock Bell and Tony should deserve some credit for for staying in these relationships with with guys like him and Keldrick Falk and uh, Ashley Williams is a guy that I talked to when he visited. I think it was like Easter weekend when he yeah, visited. it was. It was. I couldn't figure out what holiday he was talking about. Cole, he visited back in April. Yes. And he, I was like, what holidays in April? It was, it was Easter. Easter. It sure was. I remember because I was at a family event and, and he texted me, you know, you know, you got time. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Of course. Anytime. <laughs> so we talked then and, and, uh, you know, it was, uh, to me, it felt like Auburn was definitely in it at the time. And I didn't think even when he committed Nebraska that it'd be over just because I know at this point how Rock Bell and Tony handles these things and he's not going to quit on anybody. That's just kind of his, his personality. And I think it'll pay off. Uh, Ashley Williams is a guy to me that that would make sense in Auburn's class. I think it could happen. Um, it may be a while before that happens, but this this visit coming up is definitely an eye opener to me. You know, with him, and I was wondering when he was going to visit again. It wasn't a it wasn't a um, an if, but a when he was going to come back to Auburn. To me, I am I'm actually going to put Ashley Williams on my commit watch for Big Cat. I, I really think, that, and after wow. Keith posted what he did uh, Thursday morning in his Thursday morning juice, uh, that uh, Nebraska, I think they were going after another edge. They already had another edge committed. 
Yeah. Um, and, and, and just from talking to Ashley last night, Wednesday night, he had a certain um, pitch to his voice that I've heard before. Mm-hmm. And led me to believe I, t- that he deserves to be on the Big Cat commit watch list. A matter of fact, man, <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if Auburn adds a couple of commits at the edge position. I think Ashley Williams is certainly one to watch, and I think the Joseph McPoyie, if he comes in, regardless of what day, but I think he is another guy on a commitment watch list for Auburn. I know Auburn wants to get some edges committed and – other schools are starting to squeeze on these kids to get a spot in the class. I think Auburn's going to stop doing that themselves. And well, go ahead. you know, you know, uh, at some point that 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 huge need, like you're talking about, one guy coming back, Dylan Brooks, that's going to mean something to one of these edges that comes through here. And it has the whole time. It's just you know getting to this point where they might actually decide to make a decision. And now a lot of things have happened, but it looks like Auburn's closing in on a few of these guys, and that's. That's huge. And, you know, about Ashley Williams, too, I wanted to add. When I first talked to him, we talked about Auburn for a minute, and then he hit me back and said, so what do I got to do to get ranked, man? Because he was yeah. not ranked at the time. He was I mean, a nobody. Had, like, two offers, and Auburn was one of them uh, that joined in with, like, you know, Tulane and, and schools like that. And I'm wondering – I've been wondering the whole time, is that something that's going to, you know, make – make a big deal to him is that going to be a big deal for him moving forward and I, I think it is i think that's something in the back of his mind he's like yeah they you know they found me first in a way so yeah a little, little early uh loyalty there from auburn i remember when auburn offered him uh i we, we all thought he was a guy that auburn could get because at, nobody at the time had really heard of him yeah and yeah. people were complaining you know and of course you know three or four months later here he is four star uh, a guy that's highly coveted by several schools and uh, you know, Auburn desperately would love to add him to the group. Uh, yep. Two two more edges that Keith brought to our attention. Of course, we knew about Wilkie Denod. Uh, we've known about Wilkie for a long time now. He visited as a junior his uh, summer of his last year. He came back this summer and said he will be back for an official visit. I talked to him Wednesday night. He has locked in four official visits, Auburn, Florida State, Tennessee, and Indiana of all schools. I, I think there's a connection there. I bet Jay Head would know that connection, but yeah, he probably um, would. You know, he would. Yeah. <laughs> someone throw a Someone throw back in there. <laughs> Jay Head, that's not how you sound at all. No, but, no. Uh, but Wilkie Denai is coming for an official visit. I will say this, man. I think Auburn would like to squeeze in on him, too. Like, hey, man, we, we've got two guys that might be committing next weekend, uh, yeah, next week. Yeah. Um, and we don't want to see you. Auburn's always going to have room for Quay Russo. They're always going to have room for Reuben Bain. If those guys want to come, there will always be a spot available for those guys. Sure. Uh, and I think Auburn would like to get two, maybe even three edges before them, go ahead and lock them in because Quay Russo, Ruben Bain, probably going to be December guys. And uh, Auburn cannot wait that long to start taking edge plays. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Cameron Linhart is another guy that Keith brought to our attention. He is like Joseph McCoy, and that I'd never heard of the guy until Keith brought him mm-hmm. to my attention. Cameron is a four-star edge from IMG. I think he's originally from New York. And I spoke to him briefly. I'm supposed to talk to him again Thursday night. He doesn't have anything locked in for Auburn next weekend, but that's because Florida, just like Wilkie Denod, um, they their high school practice starts next week. So these kids from Florida are going to be able are going to be practicing next week. So it will be much more difficult for them to come to a Big Cat visit than it will be for Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, Louisiana guys uh, and up the East Coast. But Cameron Linhart. Is another guy to keep an eye on. Rock Bellatoni uh, had a FaceTime 
Zoom call meeting with him Thursday morning. It went very well. Auburn's very high on this kid, and he's very high on Auburn too. Uh, Keith said Nebraska, uh, same with Ashley Williams, mm-hmm. is pushing for Linhart. If they were to get Linhart, maybe Ashley Williams would make it a lot easier for him to uh, to go elsewhere. But definitely, Joseph McPoy, Ashley Williams, Wilkie Denon, Cameron Linhart, Ruben Bain, Quay Russo, there's six guys that Auburn would love to get three of them. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, too, with Wilkie Denod, I know some people view him as a down-the-line uh, guy that grows into maybe a five technique with the hand-on-the-ground type of guy. And maybe if you get some of these edges and get Denod, you can play around with where he might fit, and, and that's something Absolutely. that might mean something to him, too. So that's probably he told me a- last night he's 6'4", 250. Yeah, yeah. You he's- saw him today on Twitter. He was squatting 505. He is, he is your – I mean, that's kind of where Colby Wooden was at that time, you know, that size. And now he's grown into, you know, 6'4", 290 almost. So that's kind of his future, Wilkie Denod. And he might could still play edge of that size depending on his skill set, but he's got the size and the frame to be able to move around and, and go down on the line. So that just, you know, that ups his value too. Yeah. And, and you know, what I asked him about is like, you know, he said, I'm up to 250 now. And I was like, well, damn, man. I was like, I know you could slide inside. And he goes, well, you know what? And I was like, you know, is Auburn recruiting you? And he's like, no, man. Auburn recruited me to play edge, but they've also – whatever they want me to play, whatever they yeah. need me to play, my body can handle it. So if they want me to drop 20 pounds and play at 6'4", 230, no problem. If they want me to gain 20 pounds and play the five or the the, the, the three even, you know, several years down the line, uh, my body can take it. He's 6'4". He's got a great frame. We all saw him in June. Or not we all. But, me and you saw him in June. Uh, I think you've seen him before too, Cole. Mm-hmm. I think you were there for that visit. Uh, I think I saw him at a camp. I wasn't at that okay. visit, but I've yeah, seen him in person. <laughs> he was. Um, so, the edge position getting a much-needed kick in the ass this week. No and, doubt. Um, and it's not like it's just started. It's, it's that we're just now finding out about some of these guys. So, right. that no right. fault to the staff. As as Mopoyi said, I've been talking to these guys for six months. Auburn offered me four months ago. I just didn't post about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, good, to, good to get, get get some of these guys out there, as well as added to the big cat list. I think uh, before I looked on the sh- uh, before we came on the show, there were the, the 2023 class has certainly received. Um, and, and, oh, and Wilkie Denon, Jamie and Sherwood. There's that connection too. That's Jamie right. Jamie Sherwood from Jensen Beach. I didn't realize that Jan- Jamie and Sher- Sherwood had played with Wilkie's brother, but there is some um, some connections there. And Wilkie is a very smart kid. You know, they remind me of each other. Just looking at their picture, they got the the same kind of look to them, him and Sherwood. I was like, man, you know, that kind of makes sense. They seem to be the same uh, personality kind of guys, too, kind of quiet, yeah. laid back. and Yes. You know. Yes, it's, it's like pulling teeth to get Wilkie to talk. Now, he's very intellectual. He's very yeah. intelligent. Yeah. He's going to be a graduate guy, a uh, December graduate, early enrollee. And you can tell this kid is a lot smarter than the guy interviewing him. <laughs> uh, so right now, let's see, I'm looking at four stars, 2023. I'm looking at the 2023 big cat list, guys. Let's go over it real quick. Uh, we've got the commitments, all of whom are four-star recruits. Jeremiah Cobb, Carmelo English uh, commitments. Terrence Love, Braden Joyner got the bump to a four-star on the on-three consensus in the last week. So all yeah. four of Auburn's commitments will be there. All four are ranked four-star recruits. As of today, we're still expecting four-star offensive tackle Bo Hughley, who's committed to Georgia, to be there, uh, as well as, of course, he's Terrence Love's uh, 
teammate, and uh, we'll get to the 2024 guys, but Aaron Nolan also is coming four-star quarterback. We've since added four-star edge Ashley Williams, and, and uh, certainly got to keep an eye on next week. Uh, four-star D lineman, former four-star defensive lineman Derek Hunter. He is a transfer from A&M, now at Heinz Community College. Keith has been keeping track with him. Uh, Jeremiah Anglin, we mentioned him earlier. He's a four-star DB from uh, Florida. We talked about the Florida guys playing, uh, starting practice next week. He is a guy who told us, kind of like McPoyie, is that I'm going to visit Auburn next week. I just don't know what day. Uh, I went ahead and put him on the big cat list, and we'll we'll uh, we'll move him off if he gets that visit set. Until then, at least everybody knows he's visiting uh, next week. Hey, and I, I tell you what, we've talked about this, Cole. We talked about this on the uh, – and this is right up your alley – uh, on the call-in show Tuesday night, but we love, even though there's not a four-star offensive lineman uncommitted on the Big Cat list, we love the group coming in. Oh, yeah, there is. Bo Hughley, but he's not committed to Auburn. Uh, we love the offensive line group. So we've talked about Braden Joyner coming, commitment. Talked about yeah. Bo Hughley coming, committed to Georgia. And then you've got Bison Lane coming from Pike yeah. Road. Yeah. Big, big road grader uh, Inside guy. I mean, he's he's a he's a Mike Berry. I don't know if y'all remember Mike Berry. But, yeah, that's a good uh, comparison. I've seen him like play. Him. Watched him play in the first round of the playoff last year. He's he's uh he's definitely an inside guy, but he was knocking people off the ball too. So and, definitely and a guy. Strong top six. I mean, Auburn's in there with with you know. I mean, you get Arkansas, Georgia. I can't remember who it is. It's, Tennessee and and Texas was in there. Texas and t- LSU, Georgia, and Arkansas, I believe. Yeah. Yep, so, Arkansas. And he's yeah. right up the road. To me, he's a guy you've got to get. Mm-hmm. You're going to take six offensive linemen in this class. Here's a guy 30 minutes up the road who other SEC schools want. If he's good enough for any of those other five schools in his top six, he's good enough for Auburn. You take this kid. In my opinion, now I'm just, you know, hell, what do I know? I'm a senior uh, uh, recruiting writer. Uh, <laughs> Bison Lang, I, I think it should be a take. I think Auburn's going to actually push for him. I, I I would like to see Auburn push for him, lock him in, and cancel those visits. He's got to fit. I mean, this isn't just I'm going to name six schools uh, that I like. I mean, he's got official visits set up to Arkansas, Tennessee, and uh, I think Texas, too. He's yep. got official visits set up to these schools. Uh, then, uh, let's see, Jatavius Shivers. Is he more in Janoris Jenkins and Tyler Johnson? Three three-star offensive tackles from Louisiana, uh, Villarica, Georgia, and Lakeland, Florida. Janora said he was 90% coming. He's he's still expected to come. Gold, three offensive, uh, offensive tackles, uncommitted, coming into Auburn. I don't know that anybody has an offer except for Wilson. I don't think Tyler Johnson or Jatavius Shivers have offers. But I love yeah. seeing these get, get these guys on campus, man. You can pull the plug if you like them, if you don't like them. And you can uh, pull the – I mean, put, put them in a, uh, send them an offer if you do. Right, you, you liked it. You like getting those three tackles on campus, Cole. Oh man, that was huge! Because because we were sitting there wondering. I mean, who who is on the board that would even come to this? Uh, and you know, we couldn't find a name. And then boom, those those three guys hit. And yeah, and and, you, and we knew that they were out there and and people that Auburn had looked at before. But but now they know they that you know, uh, even if they are somewhat down the line, they're important. They they were important um, even before some of those names started going off the board. So Jatavius Shivers, Shivers, however we're saying that is he man, he's a the guy he's the he's the tackle build, that prototypical tackle build, man. He's he's like Bo Hugley in that regard. He's got that look. Um 270 pounds, which is so lean right now. 
and he's a developmental guy because of that weight. But when he puts on some weight, you know, he might be a really good player, and he's got some good offers too. Um, I don't know much about T.J. Johnson yet. I've seen his film. Other than that, I don't know much about him. Uh, he won't answer. I can't get in touch with him. Yeah, sometimes those guys are the surprise guys. Yeah. When people ask us about surprises, and he's coming from where, – where is he from again? Is he Natchitoches, from? Louisiana. Yeah, so pretty good little trip he's making yeah. to come to the Auburn Big Cat weekend. And, um, you know, that's, that's not for nothing. I will guarantee you that. Yeah, you don't make that trip for nothing. That's right. But those three guys are all guys that look pretty good on film, and and especially Shivers to me is a guy that I've seen him a few times and wondered, man, why are no why are, why aren't more schools on him? I mean, he looks just like Bo Hughley from a you know a uh, appearance standpoint, uh, and his plays pretty good too. So I, I think those are interesting, and I think they're important. They're becoming more important every day. Too. Former Vanderbilt, former Vanderbilt commitment. He's listed at six foot seven. 270 pounds. He uh, decommitted from Vanderbilt. He has offers from Florida State, South Carolina, Ole Miss, West Virginia. This is a dude that you need. Uh, Mississippi State, Georgia Tech, Indiana. Auburn has an offer, but I guarantee you they work, They want to see him next Saturday, shake his hand, and, well, uh, and and he leaves there talking about an offer. And, and I'm assuming Auburn would hopefully uh, – are hopeful that he leaves there talking about a commitment. Well, so, we, uh, we know we know at this point how they operate. They want to see yeah. guys in person. They want to talk to them. They want to, you know, they want to kind of eyeball them and see what, what does he look like. Does he have bad weight? Is he is he the right kind of frame? You know, that kind of thing. So if they haven't seen much of him, or at least haven't seen him in a while, this is the chance to see him and go, all right, let's let's start pushing for this guy because that's what they did with just an example would be Wilkie Nod. They see him and then the heat goes up on his recruitment from Auburn. Yeah. And it started from when he came to campus, it seemed like. And they were on him before then, but they really started to turn it on with him after they saw him and said, all right, this is the kind of guy we want right here. Let's let's start pushing. I think the same would be for for Shivers and probably Johnson, too. Yeah, I, I'm – shit, I won't be here, but I'm really curious to see what Tyler Johnson, TJ Johnson says um, and how he looks. You know, that's a little bit different from what I'm used to, Cole. It used to be – and it might just be the change in times, but it, or, or maybe the staff uh, – system when it comes to it but it used to be hey man let's let's offer these kids to get them to come yeah right and then if we don't like them we'll drop them like and, and now it's it's completely different it's, no i mean that's how most people do it to this day i mean i think that's the the style or the the way things go now or the fad or whatever you, you want to call it but you know harson kind of the way that he does things and his staff they kind of move a different direction and mm-hmm. and uh, it's somewhat old school so that's just how they yeah. go about things yeah you know I, I I respect it, man. I don't want to send this kid an offer if it doesn't hold any weight. Yeah. And if right. he's really interested, he'll come. And if he's not interested, then we don't want to yeah, right. waste our time on it anyways. Uh, lastly, right now, confirmed guy is Jacorius Hart, J.C. Hart, the defensive back from Lochapoca, Alabama, the home of the former Tiger, Montavious Pitts. Oh, man. Monte Pitts. That's right. And so, you know, and he's definitely, I mean, he's in my class. I'm sure he's in your class projection too. Uh, he wants to, uh, I would say he was on my big cap commit watch list. Uh, yeah. But he did say that he wants to announce in front of his school because he's the first guy to do so since Monte Pitts back in, oh, I don't know what it was. Hell, he yeah, was one of the first guys ever, a long time ago. Yeah. So he wants to do it at his school with his teammates, his friends, his family. 
and all that. He wants to have a little ceremony there. So that's the only reason I wouldn't put him on my big cat commit watch list. Although, you know what? I probably will because you never know with these guys. Yeah, that's true. You know, but but for, for now, he's committing to Auburn, in my opinion. I just don't – I think it'll be August 8th or 9th or 10th, somewhere right in there when they start back school. Yeah. Uh, the 2024 list is a freaking uh, – it's a it's a it's a stud heavy list here, man. You, we, we mentioned nice. Aaron Nolan, the four star quarterback. You've got another four star quarterback coming up from freaking Miami, dude. And Andre Posse, I'm sorry, Andre Adrian Posse, coming up from mm-hmm. Columbus High in Miami, Florida. He camped at Auburn back in June. Offered uh, Auburn offered him. There was another guy. Auburn wanted to see this quarterback. He came up. He worked out in the camp, and Auburn offered him shortly thereafter. And has been has been pushing hard for this kid. Yeah, he. When I talked to him, he told me uh, Harson and Keesaw both called him and said, "Hey, you need to, we need, we need to get you here for Big Cat." And he was like, "Yeah, I'm co- I'm coming." His dad's real cool guy. I talked to him last week. We we just love. He said, "Well, we just love the staff. We love Keesaw. We love Carson. There's all yeah. really nice people, and uh, we loved it so much the first time. We want to come back. Definitely got to keep an eye on man. Uh, uh, both of those quarterbacks. I mean, you're getting two four star quarterbacks from 2024, and I wonder if there's if there was a if there was a way, you know, if Auburn didn't take a 2023 kid, which looks less and less likely as the days go on with Brock Lynn, yeah, what the hell he's doing, don't really care anymore. <laughs> um, uh, but what what if you don't take any a quarterback in 2023 and, and then you could get like two guys like this in 2024? That'd be okay with you, Cole? Sure. I, I would say that'd be a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you, can always, you can always put a year between them if you want. Depending on how you look at it, you know, there is an urgency to an extent to get a quarterback in every class, but you do have the transfer portal and got in the same way guys go out the same way they've come in. And, and, you know, with, with, with the system that Harson and Keesaw are trying to do, it does attract quarterbacks a little bit more than the old system would. Yes. Whereas the old system attracted running backs, you know, you like take Bixby. So that's, that's kind of the trade off, but uh, they're going to attract some, some good quarterback names every year. It seems like, and, and uh, if you already got two that are real interested, like these two, Nolan and Posse, man. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, there's really no need to just to reach for anybody for 23. Mm, what a great start to the class that will be. Either one of the, either or both of those guys getting, getting either one of those guys or both committed would be a huge jump start to this 2024 class. And we talked about commit watch. There's going to be some commitments in the 2024 class, no doubt. Uh, let me just read you off the rest of the guys coming. Uh, four-star defensive lineman Jeremiah Beeman, four-star defensive back Jaden Lewis. All these kids are in-state kids, by the way, from now on. Beeman, Lewis, both in-state kids. Sterling Dixon, four-star edge, loves Auburn. Definitely yeah. on my commit watch list. Yeah, Zamarian Burnett from Andalusia. He's a four-star running back. I think Alabama is probably the presumed favorite for him. Right. A four-star DB, Amon Lane from Moody. Definitely a commit watch list guy. He loves Auburn. Yep. Uh, they won a seven-on-seven. Moody did. Uh, yep. I really like this kid, man. I love talking to him. Love to get to meet him. He's a, uh, he's a unique soul, man. I really like him. He is. He is. Yeah. I, I enjoy talking to him, too, man. He He's real passionate about what he's – 
what he's thinking and and what he believes and and the school he wants to choose and and uh, that was that was an interesting conversation with him. Yeah, I like I like him. Um, and then I just uh, confirmed this the other day: four-star linebacker from Lagrange, Troop County, Lagrange, uh, Troop County, Lagrange, Lagrange in Troop County. Yeah. Quay Birdsong, four-star linebacker Quay Birdsong, who has a lot of uh, connections to Auburn. He actually was uh, – he's actually from Roanoke up there with Dylan Brooks, with Day-Day Phillips, if you remember Day-Day, R.I.P. Day-Day. Uh, and yeah. Uh, yeah. so he's got uh, – he's, he's cousins with Dylan, talks about him all – talks to him all the time. So that'll be interesting to see where Auburn goes with him because uh, I think he's the only linebacker 2024. Yes, he is. Um, and then some other guys who are not, re- ranked, not yet ranked but who have – all of these kids have multiple SEC offers. They just haven't been ranked yet. Cameron Coleman from Phoenix City, Auburn, Oregon, A&M, all have offered this kid from Phoenix City Central. Uh, he's probably the next big thing, wide receiver at Central Phoenix City. He's coming this weekend. So is his uh, defensive back, no kin, Jaden Coleman. I think you put that up, Cole. Jaden Coleman. Yeah, Jaden Coleman. also Coleman. Um, Keon that's, Dunlap. That's, that's going to be Jaden Coleman's first trip to Auburn, even though he is from Phoenix City. Which that's, is not, that's not uh, abnormal, believe it or not. Columbus and Phoenix yeah. City kids, it's like, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be a I senior know. next year. Never been to Auburn. Like, well, damn. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, You're right down the road. Jed, I came to Auburn High School just to <laughs> check out the menu. <laughs> the uh, two other guys in the 2024 class, in-state guys, Enterprise Alabama defensive back Keon Dunlap, who also who has offers – Malachi Harris, a big offensive lineman from Aniston. I don't know much about him, but I'm sure I will. And then uh, even some 2025 guys, Eric Winters from Enterprise and another big dog from uh, Grayson Swain Edge. From These, these yeah. guys will be 10th graders. Yeah, right? that, Grayson Swain was at that camp. Yes, they'll be 10th graders. He was at that camp, uh, one of the elite camps, and I talked to him. Man, he that kid's going to be something, man. Oh, yeah, he, he's, he, he built. Yeah, he looks like he's ready to go right now, 2023, <laughs> but he's not. He's 2025. I was like, dang, all right, I hear you. Uh, Aniston, got, by the way, Aniston, Aniston loaded, loaded. My, my poor buddy, um, Sam Adams, new coach at Oxford High School. Man, I know, I know he'd like to get some of these kids over there to Oxford. <laughs> Oxford yeah. Aniston's like Opelika Auburn, yeah, no. Calhoun County. So let's see some some mighty ten guys. I'm I'm hoping to be able to mark some of these guys off the list. But we've talked about DJ Chester. It's just going to be hard to get any confirmation from him. But he's certainly got to keep an eye on four star offensive tackle or is it offensive tackle or inside guy swing guy? Yeah, swing guy, swing guy. Four star DJ Chester, uh, four star offensive tackle Keldon Smith. He's going to announce I think tomorrow, and I, I'm I'm guessing he's going to Georgia. Be glad yeah. to take him off the list. Jelani Thurman's committed to Ohio State. You know, he might show up with his buddies and stuff. I don't know. I mean, I, we still think Auburn's going to re- recruit him, but it's going to yeah. be tough to get him away from Ohio State. Jaden Osbury, um, who had hoped or planned to be here, he's now announcing his commitment in August. Looks like Notre Dame is the uh, presumed leader there. Josh Horton, same as Jelani Thurman. No, Josh is going to uh, Tennessee on Friday night. But he yeah. – yeah. He, I think he told Jason Caldwell he's not planning on being a big cat. But – some people close based to him. On, he, based on geography, he yeah, yeah. <laughs> and some others are like, ah, you know, he might come. I don't know. You know, he's good enough to leave on there. And then Cole, man, I know you got Marcellus Pulliam. What last week, maybe yeah, the linebacker yeah. from Georgia, uh-huh. who we think is probably moved up very high on the board with Austin Osbury. I mean, Austin with Jaden Osbury likely headed elsewhere. 
with C.J. Allen and Lewis Carter and all these cats that were Troy Bowles uh, committed elsewhere. We're still going to recruit them. But Pulliam remains uncommitted, and I, th- I think he was uncommitted about coming to Big Cat. I don't think he. Yeah, I think he might have had a prior engagement or something like that going yeah. on. But but he is considering it, and seeing if he can make it. Uh, he said, but you know, this was kind of his quote, and I'm paraphrasing. He's like, regardless, I'm gonna go to official visit and some games and stuff. So yeah, yeah. don't look into this if I can't make it. Right, right. I would. Pro- yeah, man, I hate. This. Uh, I think. Auburn has made him a high priority, and I think getting him would be a uh, major haul. I think Auburn's going to continue with C.J. Allen, with Lewis Carter, with those guys. Uh, another guy, Gabe Harris, we talked a little about him. Cedric Hawkins yep. is committed to Ohio State. Some of these guys that are committed elsewhere, Auburn's going to continue. And what did Brian Harson say today was his message to recruits is what we've been saying the entire freaking time, Cole. His, his message was watch. Watch. Yep. Watch us. Watch us, yeah. Because here's the deal. If they go out there and fail, it's not going to matter. Yeah, they're they're probably gone. Yeah, it's not going to matter. And But they don't believe it's going to happen. The no, players don't sure, believe it's sure going to happen. Don't. The coaches don't believe it's going to happen. And 95% of the fans don't believe it's going to happen. I, I think I think not a huge, a large majority of the fans, and when I say fans, I'm going off of our message, message boards, the guys that we talk to and communicate with on a daily basis. Most of these fans – Large majority of them. Matter of fact, when I was coming around to the the bitches of the week, yeah, I can say it. <laughs> there was about five, and I thought, well, five, you know, out of a hundred, that's about right. Ninety five of them is pretty. And, and listen, you know, and, and there's guys like, uh, and I think Kimosabi is the best Dingleberry there is, and that's why he'll always be the Dingleberry Hall of Fame. <laughs> <clears throat> he, yeah. he's, he's not he's not shitting, you know, unicorns and rainbows all the time. He, he, he uh, is about as realistic as you can be, and, and, and the bitches of the week, and we'll get to them later. Um, but they're just all just tanking on this. The, 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 oh, but they're the worst kinds of fans. They really are. Worst kinds of, uh, of, of clientele as well, but we're going to weed them out sooner or later. But back to uh, the players and most of the fans, we believe in this team, man. They believe in this, this staff. I think even though you, you lost know, last five last year, you were in it to win it. One, one of my – Georgia. One of my takeaways, Jeffrey, from from watching media days and and seeing all the quotes and everything flying around, is where earlier this year it seemed like people were saying Auburn doesn't have the roster to compete with some of these SEC schools. Now they're saying, oh, you know, the roster looks pretty good, but that schedule, that schedule's so tough. So it's almost like is confidence rising for some reason in in Auburn being better than what they thought at first. It's weird. It, it's not what I expected to hear. I expected to hear the, the same, you know, oh, they were going to win five games. That a little bit more optimism than I was expecting. I, I Definitely, definitely. And and Brian Harson went in there and, and what he said about recruiting and what he said about everything and just kind of made it clear, you know, uh, we, we think we're going to be okay. <laughs> he, went in, he, he walked up to the podium just swinging at the knees, dude. <laughs> he looks out and says, <laughs> it didn't work. I love uh, I love the fact that there's no shakiness in his voice. He no. didn't get he didn't get rattled. Maybe like Jimbo did talking about oh, yeah. David. Just straightforward. I'm looking at the camera. This is what I have to say, and thank you. That's it. Yeah, I I, I was impressed <laughs> uh, with. I, I just I, I maybe from covering Gus and you know even back to uh, well Chiswick was kind of fun because he'd fly off a cuff. But, <laughs> uh, but Gus was just so. Uh, and I, you know, Gus is an awesome dude, but yeah, freaking a just a, a subject, an interview subject. He was just, he had six or seven answers that, it, depending <laughs> on what question, he went to that one and, and gave it to you. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Harson swinging from the hip as well to the knees. Today <laughs> is a uh, is a breath of fresh air, and I like it. And I like what he said about recruiting. And hey, that's what we tell him. Hey, go go ahead and get your spot if that's what you want. Go ahead and commit. Go ahead and get your Clemson spot, Florida State spot, Nebraska spot, LSU, wherever you want to do. get your spot. But just watch us. Yep, and that's you know people people think we're crazy, man. But that's that's what's happening. If you don't think there's going to be a flip season this year, you are an idiot. Yeah, yeah. It would absolutely. be the first time in, in in the history of recruiting that there wasn't a flip season. And and really, what modern else? Modern day, at least. What else could he say at this point? You know, we've done all we can do with official visits. We've gotten in the guys we wanted to get in, and uh, now you have to see what we're going to do. And that's where we're at. And we have to wait to the season, unfortunately. Position themselves to succeed off of any success they have in the fall. That's what they yeah. do. And I, now the only big difference, the only difference between, let's say, what we were saying then and what we're saying now is, I, I didn't think, expect all these kids to commit. I didn't expect all these kids to lock in a place in some in, in another class because perception wise, and I understand that. I understood this on the message board. I understood people freaking out, yeah. swinging yeah. a miss, swinging a miss, swinging a miss, swinging a miss, swinging a miss. Get one. Swing a miss. Swing a miss. Swing a miss. Swing a miss. Get one. I understand that, man. Yep. Uh, it's tough, but uh, you got to step back and realize what's happening. And the big picture here is if uh, if it's signing day were next week, hell yeah. Worry. Yeah. yeah you I got to ask the other day when, when are the mods going to say we're worried? And shit, man. Holler at me in Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Last week in November, dude. If Auburn still got 12 commitments and still swinging and missing everywhere else, yeah. That'd be reason for concern. Yeah, chess, not checkers, you know, marathon, not a race, that kind Absolutely, of thing. Absolutely, man. It is it's far from over. And I think Keith's story with the edges almost proved that. It was almost like a slap in the face to some of these people who were just already thrown in the towel. It was like, look, dude, <laughs> there are people out there, good recruits, highly ranked, yeah, highly coveted recruits, that just because we're not writing about them every day or because we don't know doesn't mean it's not happening, man. Chill. Fuck out. There, there's plenty, and you got a strong base in the four guys you got, all four yes. stars. I mean, you want more, obviously, but for starting sake, you got four guys that you can build off of that are pretty good players. So, absolutely. And, you, and we've talked about this before. You've got these guys committing to you when you were six and seven and almost fired three yeah. months ago. Or six, yeah. three months ago. Yeah. That's right. And in, in spite of all that, you, you've got these guys uh, committed. Um, let's see, Colt. I, I know you talked about – I think wide receiver is another one, man. I think this is worth mentioning. You had a story um, on a four-star wide receiver from California today who talked about his relationship and how much he communicates with the Auburn staff. Tell us about him. Yeah, uh, Malachi Riley from Marino Valley, California. Guy that offered – you know, reported an offer from Auburn June 15th and says that Auburn and, and David Whitlow, the assistant receiver coach, and Ike Hilliard had been in communications that he had just gotten off a FaceTime call with with Whitlow and had a you know something set up with Hilliard too and uh, somebody that that says he's going to official visit he's trying to set up one for the Penn State game and wants to check it out and has some other schools in mind too but was really high on Auburn surprisingly and had a lot of good things to say about him you know and and just thinks the world of Hilliard and, and Whitlow yeah. and and his resume and the fact that. Keysaw had guys like Deshaun Jackson who are from California, was really cool to him, that kind of thing. And and Auburn's in the SEC, and the SEC is is where he wants to play. Oh, uh, we do. The only thing that 
I was hesitant about when I read your story and I saw his profile. Is that he's that he's a six foot. He's a he's a Carmelo English smaller guy. Yeah, and uh, that that was my only hold up. And, and I think we were certain. I'll be curious to see what how his recruitment unfolds because I think yeah, we can all agree that uh, Auburn wants a bigger wide receiver. The Jacoby Lanes of the Arizonas talking about at West and their four star wide receiver from Arizona is uh, Jacoby Lane. Since he's he will visit, officially visit Auburn. He is a six foot yeah, guy. Yeah. Um, so curious to see what Auburn does with the wide receiver room, but I think it goes a long way in telling you about Ike Hilliard and, and Harson said this today, immediate impact Ike Hilliard has had, yeah. um, uh, on recruiting. And I'm going to be honest with you, no, no disrespect to Eric Keesaw, but I don't think Carmelo English is committed to Auburn right now. If Eric Keesaw is Auburn's wide receiver. And it's possible. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't Ike think Hilliard it had a lot to do with it. He did. Sure. Ike Hilliard wrapped that up the first time he ever met. Carmelo English, and that was back in uh, the spring, I believe, right after he was hired. Carmelo English finally came up to Auburn, met yeah. with Ike Hilliard, and w- walked out of there, and I caught him in the parking lot. I don't know if you were there or not, but just, I mean, his kid was like, whoo! Yeah. You know, he's talking about. And, you know, it, it's almost like English, too, just for his case. He was looking for a reason to, to join Auburn because he he's always liked Auburn. We, yeah. We've always known that. And then when he met Ike Hilliard, he goes, wow, that's all I need right there. That's that's it. It. Everything that's else is good. Done deal. So, uh, <clears throat> but you know, receiver is uh, looking probably to add one or two more in this class. And as we both believe, it's going to be a taller yeah. guy, talk, some 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 height, some 50 50 ball. Well, they, they're going to be selective there. And uh, yeah. they, they got a few guys, they got some guys in the portal who they think are going to be good. You know, they talked up Coy Moore right. at the SEC media days and um, pretty, pretty good on depth, young guys. And Cameron Brown. Yeah, Cameron Brown, Amari Kelly, Jay Fair. Um, even some of the like Dawson, he's still a young guy. Oh, yeah. Landon King, so they got they got plenty of players. But Malachi Riley is a guy that, even though he's a smaller guy, and they have that sort of they have that in Car- Carmelo English committed. Uh, he's a guy with interest, and you don't turn away talented players that have interest, and they're going to explore that option and see what happens. So, while they look for guys like Jacoby Lane at the same time, mm. I like the, Jacoby Lane. To me, that's why I like. Camden Brown, man, and, you know, yeah, you have enough of those guys. And don't yeah. get me wrong, I like I like your Camelo Englishes, but uh, give me give me the Camden Browns. Yeah, uh, well, if you have all the skills and then you add the size to it, you kind of got most everything, right? Because <laughs> I tell you what, man, those slot guys that Alabama's had in the last ten years. Great well, there's morning. there's the other side of it, right? If you know how to use those guys, you yeah. can be really dangerous. Having a good mix of everybody is the most important to me personally, and I think. I think Auburn's trying to do that because you got guys all over the board like a Jay Fair and a Tavares Dawson are similar. And then you got Camden Brown, Landon King are your big guys. So they're trying to have a good mix of of you know skill sets, I think. If I don't ever see another bubble screen, and don't get me wrong, <laughs> it's just God almighty, dude. I'm so sick. I was so sick of seeing bubble screen. Eli Stove, poor Eli Stove. It was either a jet sweep or I'm like, dude, God dang. Yeah. That's why when I compared Carmelo English to Eli Stove, I thought about it after. I was like, that's not going to go over well because he was used one way. But it wasn't – I didn't mean it that way. I explained. But, yeah, the role player thing. And I wondered wondered if he sold people on, hey, this is going to be your role. Because of your speed and everything, that's that's your role. To me, that's almost like, man, I want to do everything. Let me do everything. I don't want to just be that guy, the speed sweep guy or whatever. Right. I want to run out and up sometimes, dude. Let me throw that post. It it worked for some guys, though. It got them in. Yeah, it did. You're right. You're right. Sure did. 
Um, let's see. Let, let's wrap it up there. Uh, Jay Head is going to be back with us next week. We will do the call-in show Tuesday night. We might. Um, we might. No, I, 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 I'll, I'll be able to do it. For all you listen, I'm going to Alaska. Hey. We'll do a little fishing up there, a little, little, little whale looking. And uh, next week, but uh, we will get our shows in. I believe might, we might have to change up the schedule a little bit. But we'll make it happen. Cole, you got any how about you's this week? Yes, I do. Good deal. Uh, a newer member. I will Good. give one to Jordan, not Jordan. Jordan. Spell it. He spells it J U R D A N dash not dash Jordan. So that's a new guy. And he's he's somebody that I, I like this week, and um, cool. I, I got a couple more. I'll go with Bo is great too because I just like how he kind of plays both sides of the fence. And he called in and gave us a great call the other night. He'll hold you accountable if you need it. He'll uh, you know he'll be positive if if it calls for it, and he'll also be you know negative. If it, if yes, it calls. dude, he, he's a kimasabi. Yeah, we don't. We listen. If you're going, if you got as much positive as you got negative, man, I don't see any problem with that. Uh, Bo is great. Yeah, respect. And then the musical Mo is my last one. The musical Mo. What about Larry and Curly? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I think. I think that's what that might be referring to. Maybe. I don't know. Popped in my mind. You look. You seem a little young to know about Merle and uh, Curly and Mo. Yeah, yeah, Three Stooges. Really? I'm, I'm with it. All right. I got some pop culture knowledge. Me and Keith bond over that sometimes. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I've got, I've got, I've got not as many how about you's this week, but um, some really good people. I, I'm gonna start off with uh, Jay Lee's Pinkhead is well yeah. overdue for a how about you. Now we've been. Uh, he had a great call the other night. Oh, former Woodland Bobcat. Got to give him a, a, a how about you times two. How about you square to Jay Lee's Pinkhead? Nice. Uh, uh, at Joe WDE had a good post, a good discussion post earlier this week or late last week. I can't remember what's today, Thursday or <laughs> late last week. Yeah. Uh, at, at Tanaconda, put it on the board, big dog. How about you, man? Uh, how about you to uh, at TJ Ranger 175, another good post. And at mm-hmm. the dude, the underscore dude, the underscore dude. How about you? And then I've got at Ender, who's great, great basketball recruiting guy. Uh, keeps us up to date on some of the things national when it comes to basketball recruiting at WDG at y'all tripping and at crawdad man who was embarrassing at Taylor made today in the in the Harsons uh, <laughs> post crawdad man went off dropped the mic on oh Taylor made uh, but I will say this I, I'm still gonna give how about you to Taylor made too because he, he's he's about seventy or eighty percent negative but he's I think he's coming around man I think he, he understands. He's pulling a, a Shacker Jack on us. Shacker Jack, yeah. I got to put him down too, little bastard. <laughs> Tell you what, I, I, I'm I'm wrong for not giving a Crawdad man a, a shout. Uh, how about you? Until now, because I've used some of his grilling recipes that he's given me already. Oh, yeah. yeah, that dude has some good ones. Uh, and uh, here's another man. I, 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 speaking Taylor Made and having that, um, he's coming around at Captain America. Oh, Captain yeah. America. America. Um, I went back and forth with him in all in fun. We were just going back and forth. I've known him for a long time. I don't know him personally, but I've I've posted with him for a long time. He's a old school bunker dude. So I've uh, been there. Now listen, here's my, my post of the week. And this I, I'm not gonna say this is, but at Bendover, 
He said in one of these in one of these posts where people were dogging and knowing all this, and he he comes on and he, he makes the most sensical post I've ever seen. He said, "Nobody hates Auburn more than Auburn fans." <laughs> Some and he, and he quoted the fans, which brings me to my Dingleberries. Which Dingleberries are fine with me, man. I'm a, you know Kimasabi like that. Taylor Maid's a Dingleberry most of the time. Captain America's a Dingleberry most of the time, uh, but. They're okay with me. Dingleberry, you can just kind of flip sure, them off sure. real quick, right? Sure. They have um, their moments, and then – Sometimes know. they get caught in your butt hairs, but you can still yeah. pull them on out. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you get past I, I, I shake my butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. I didn't say that. But anyways. <laughs> uh, but, so, uh, Captain America, Taylor May 2, we'll, we'll throw them mm-hmm. in the Dingleberries, but they're still – I'm still giving them a how about you, man. They, they, they're, they're good with me. Uh, the guys that aren't, and uh, I talked about this. Ben Dover was talking about nobody hates more Auburn. Nobody hates Auburn more than Auburn fans. They're the worst kind of fans, man. And this, these are the the female dogs of the week, man. This is what I'm talking about. These are guys that um, nobody really wants to be around in life. Nobody wants to hear somebody just criticize everything, um, and, and they're never positive. They're always negative. They always find the negative in whatever else it is positive. It was. It's just. It's. It's. It's exhausting, and it's. It's bad for business. So the female dogs, and I think I mentioned this before, we will we will be uh, uh, putting the dogs down. Yeah, we won't. I was just thinking, man, what about I got five guys right here, five posters that are just, in my opinion, they're awful, terrible. They bring nothing to the board except neg- negativity. So this is a fair warning, man. We, we, we I, I feel up, sure that I'll agree with you. I don't we, know who all you're going to say yet, but we ain't going to put up with it. I ain't. Uh, at Plainsman, not the Plainsman, but at Plainsman, terrible. At Seahorse, he's he's ninety percent like everyone, uh, but most of the time he's just shut the hell up, dude. God dang, <laughs> it's terrible. Granite Tiger, terrible. Mm. King Bruce, terrible. Pena, eighty-seven, terrible. Oh yeah, that's a good one. So th- th- those five guys, I- I'm going, man, without those five guys, those, you know, I talked about the 95%. This is your 5%. And-, and and you're not good for business, dude. No. N- nobody wants to be around you. Nobody wants to read you. Nobody wants to continue to argue with you. It's your same old played out shit. You call yourselves Auburn fan. You're the worst type of fan <laughs> there is. You're the worst type of fans. There. The-, the-, the guy that always complains and always knows more than everybody else and always knows more about the coaches and, oh, God, damn. shut up. I'm sorry, dude, but, but the post today, Justin's story about Harson saying, kiss my ass. Oh, yeah. And these people are in there just, I mean, they're, they're not fair. They've got to be closet bammers or something. I, I don't. I can't imagine Auburn people being this way. And I know who they are because I've been on the bunker for 15 years. But we are not going to have the bunker. The corner is not the bunker. I promise you that. I promise you that. So the female dogs of the week, beware, son, because the – the dog getter is out. Yep. Take a lesson from Shacker Jack. Shacker Jack that needs to be solid. your role model. Taylor made too, man. I'm telling you, he's, he's okay. He's, he's coming around. He's he coming can around. be a little, yeah, he can be a son bitch too, but he's all, I mean, or, he's not, he's not on the cusp. Or just, you know, Kim Wasabi, you know, have some fun with it. We, we, right. get, we get how you feel, but have some fun with it. You know, it, it's all in fun here. But we've got a fr- fantastic message board. And I'm not going to let a few people mess it up. We have, right. we really do, dude. Yeah, I, I've been on all of them. We've got it. I mean, even this is peak dribble season right now. 
where there's nothing really going on, dude. And I looked the other day, and there was one post out of the whole front page that wasn't sports-related, wasn't Auburn football-related. And it was some dude wanting to know about a mattress, which, hey, I'm good yeah. with that because every once in a while I might want to know about a mattress too. Yeah, right. No, that's good but stuff. We've got a fantastic message board. I love it. And I'm not going to let a few people mess it up. Not for everybody. So beware. What do you call them, man? They drive around in the truck with the cage on the back. They pick up stray dogs. The dog catcher. Is that it? All right. I thought there was a better word for that. No, I, think it's just I thought you were smarter than me, Cole. <laughs> If there's but no anyway, word out there. I ain't heard it before. But but always the how about you is 95% outweigh the, the female dogs, man. We love it. I love the message board. I love where we're going. I love what we, we're doing. Um, and we appreciate everybody. Really do. For most yeah. of you. 95% of you. We appreciate you. I will, uh, I'll give you a dollar back for you other ones that don't want to be on there and, and be cool. Yeah, As really. I said, man, don't be a dick. And you five guys are dicks right now. So... Uh, but we got a lot coming up, man. Big Cat Weekend's next weekend. Yep. Saturday week. We'll have the call-in show on Tuesday. We'll start uh, finalizing this list. Some of these guys will be taking off. Some of these guys, some of them, some other guys will be adding to this list. There's going to be several commitments. I'm telling you right now, there's going to be several commitments next weekend. Get ready. Yep. There's going to be several. Sure uh, maybe upwards of five. Man, I, I, at most, I would say three to five, and I'm talking 2024s too. I would say three, four, five. I'm telling you, it might be five. Flashback, we'll you know, a few weeks ago when we were having trouble getting names on the list, and now, yeah. but that's that's kind of the trend right now. So there will be some more guys uh, confirmed, and uh, so shit, Cole, we we went on 52 minutes. Sorry about my little tirade there. Well, we could do a whole show on that, just about. I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh well good deal man hey thank you everybody we appreciate y'all listening man check with us on tuesday night for the call-in show uh again if you're not a member of auburn live on three as we said man we got an awesome message board and we won't we, we're not gonna let it be uh taken over by a bunch of crap so yeah. you are welcome we we talk auburn football we talk recruiting we talk basketball we talk recruiting we do it all man we got a lot of good stuff we hope uh, we hope you come check us out auburn live on three one dollar for an entire year uh again we appreciate everybody Hey, for Zach, we appreciate you, big dog. Big how about you always to Zach McKinnell in the back there, man, who uh, does a fantastic show producing the show. And uh, for Cole, we appreciate you, big dog. We'll see you Tuesday, man. For Cole, for Zach, I'm Jeffrey Lee, man. Y'all stay out of the left lane. See you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.